greetings, fellow Fresh and Par listeners. Hey yo. I am Parlands. And I am fresher. Oh, I'm yeah. a little bit losing my voice, but I feel fine. Slightly uh slightly a cold, but it's not too bad. Your voice sounds you have the mic closer to you're more into the mic today, so your voice sounds very radio esque. It's very radio esque, that's cool. I think I turned off the um the mat thing or whatever, but that's that's good. I'm a, I'm a pro man. This is pro radio stuff here. You're a real pro. <laughs> and I got the I got the good radio guy raspy voice. You do. What was that? <laughs> I forget the the fa- famous uh, radio disc jockey from the seventies. I forget his name. Hey, I'm radio guy. <laughs> All of them talk like that. <laughs> hey. We're going to spin out this new hit from this hot band journey. <laughs> we need a fart button, though. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we have those other noises, but I, like, never use them. <laughs> so uh, it's another episode, number 57. Getting Our up there still, saying it every time. I'm still picking up a lot of heat on this fully deployed airbag. I'm hearing it a lot. <laughs> it's a good term. I know. It's coined, officially. Speaking of fully deployed airbags, I was coming home from work today and I saw an accident. And in that accident, I saw not one, not two, not three, not four, but six airbags what? deployed. Yeah. Damn, that's a huge accident. I hope it, everyone was okay. It was a huge accident and it just happened on the exit of the normal exit I take to get off the freeway. Um, essentially, it's a very complicated. Well, it's not complicated if you know how to follow the rules. Um, <laughs> Which a lot of people don't. So essentially, it's it's kind of hard to explain, but the exit comes up off the freeway, and then there's traffic coming down that has a stop here, and there's also traffic on this side coming up that has a stop here. The, th- the freeway traffic has the right-of-way. Everything else has the stop. Yeah. Okay? So apparently someone did coming down um, the ramp and then someone was coming down the 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 one way, like uh, in the opposite direction, coming toward them. Never stopped the stop sign, and what? the car t-boned the other car, dude. And then like a bunch of other people just hit them. No, no other people hit anybody else. It was just two cars. Wait, but, how was there six airbags then? So it was two side airbags, two front airbags, oh, and then I figured it was a bunch of cars. No, no, it was essentially one car had like four airbags deployed. It looked like the whole car was an airbag, and I don't <laughs> it's know. Like in the, was that Total Recall or whatever, where like the whole thing just fills up with foam? Kind of. It was kind of like that. And actually, I didn't see anyone getting out of that car, so I have no idea if they were trapped in there or what, because there was just so much airbag. I thought um, that they'd like deflate instantly. Maybe I don't know. I'll, I couldn't really see in there because it was all airbag. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I mean, that's crazy that it had just happened recently enough that. Wait, was there anyone on the scene, or was it just nobody like, was on happened? the scene yet? Nobody was on the scene. That's crazy. So, so there was a bus driver who, I guess, in his like good will or whatever, just had to get out because I think he was there and witnessed it. So, he, so too bad for the people on that bus. But he was like, he put on his like orange vest, and he was kind of like helping with the traffic situation because essentially there was the car that made the, the head that dude the, the car that got hit like T-boned or whatever. Yeah. Dude, that car was pretty, pretty crushed dude. Like that. <clears throat> yeah. I hope everyone was okay. I, I mean, hope so too, but it was a pretty, pretty rough accident. It might be the worst I've ever 
seen in like that had just happened. I think I've seen maybe a couple worse than that, but this one was was pretty bad. It was raw. It was very raw. And I didn't understand because the traffic was backing up off the exit ramp in all of my years taking that exit ramp. I've yeah. never seen the traffic like almost get to the freeway. Like it was pretty much already getting to the freeway when I was there and I couldn't figure out why I was like, geez, like is the light messed up? Because sometimes when the light gets messed up, if the power, you know, cause I've seen it where the, you know, the power goes out cause of storms or whatever. Yeah, yeah, And then it's just flashing and everyone has to stop. Yeah. I've seen traffic back up because of that. So I thought maybe that's what was happening. But then I saw that there was this disabled car and I was like, geez, that's a terrible place for that car to be disabled. And then I was like, oh wait, there's now that I see this other car that's completely effed up. So that was my commute. Yeah, that was my commute. And frankly, that might be the most exciting thing that's happened since our last show for me. Like, <laughs> the, um, it's exciting, but it's like not, not the good kind of exciting. No, it's not the good kind of exciting. And you just think about, and I think we've talked about this before, is just like how dangerous cars really are. And Dude, they're like the, the most dangerous. I feel like people are always worried about like, you know, like, oh, I might get hurt or whatever. But like the chances of getting hurt high like always and people do it every day and the people that are driving around you like you know you don't like you wouldn't trust them to hold like a dollar of your money yeah i know drivers are stupid (laughs) there's so many people are stupid so the fact is is that we're on the road traveling 60 miles an hour in a little tin can yeah with like with all these people around you who are drunk stoned not paying attention texting i don't even think it's i think they're just like assholes pretty much a lot of the time. Like, they're just in a hurry and they're, like, angry at being in on the road. I think that's part of it. I also think a lot of people aren't paying attention. I think most accidents, if that aren't caused, that are, are just not people either driving aggressively, I agree with you, and I think also just people not paying attention. But yeah, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, it's, it's pretty much the combination of that because they're always like, why aren't you paying attention? I, like, you should have noticed that I didn't signal and was going over three lanes. <laughs> I I've, I witness so, and I think we've talked about, I think I've complained about commuting a number of times and on the show. And I, every, every, every week, I, it's something new. There's something new. Um, but, uh, I, I think I, did, did I ever talk about on the show, the time I saw the two cars get into a race and the, and the, one of the Mustang was like a Mustang and a minivan and it made no sense because the minivan was stalking the Mustang and then they flipped and reversed. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it totally sounds like something that would happen, but. And no. then the mini, then the Mustang had set up their windshield wiper fluid thing to like. Oh yeah, I used to do that. That's cool. They had it set up so that it would shoot over the top and like blind the driver behind them. It was the most <laughs> absurd thing I'd ever I'd ever seen. Um, and they were just weaving in and out. This is like stop and go traffic, and they're like weaving in and out at like double the speed. So um, I know that's like so dangerous. Yeah, du- so dangerous. Speaking of dangerous, uh, Easter happened on Sunday. That's some dangerous stuff right there. Some, the Easter bunny is hop hop hopping around, doing some stuff. <laughs> Did you meet the? Did you see the Easter Bunny this year? Did he? Did he bring you some Cadbury eggs? Uh, no, I did eat some of my uh, niece and nephew's jelly beans though, that they got from their jelly bean hunts. Jelly bean hunts. Ooh, a jelly bean hunt. That sounds yeah. delicious. How does a jelly bean hunt work? I mean, they, we just hide jelly beans because you know you get the jelly bellies and they have all the different colors. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the Easter Bunny hides the jelly beans all around, like my uh, parents' house. 
But wait, are the jelly beans in anything, or are they just scattered around the floor? I mean, they're scattered around not the floor, but things. But then you pick ones that are, they're like the same color as the thing that you're putting it on, so like it's harder to see. So like if you put one on a white candle, you get the white jelly bean, and then you just put it like right next to the candle. This sounds or way like, complex. In teacups, like you just put like the color of like whatever the thing is, so it's camouflage. So my question is, how long do the kids find all the jelly beans, or is it just you end up finding jelly beans for the whole year? You, you end up finding jelly beans like f- for way long. <laughs> <laughs> you find them all the time. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, it sounds funny and delicious all at the same time. Yeah. I actually had some jelly beans today. Uh, briefly, I had uh, at my doctor's office, they had a little bit of jelly beans. Um, probably for Easter. It probably was for Easter, but they tasted a little stale. My guess is they were from last year. Um, <laughs> I hate the like non-jelly belly jelly beans. Those are gross. I don't mind them. But there's like, they're just like straight up sugar and they're bigger and a little bit more gritty. Okay, so those are like the cheaper ones, but there are some good non-Jelly Belly jelly beans that are out there. There's like Starburst. I just imagine the cheap, all non-Jelly Bellies being the cheap ones. I really like black jelly beans, and the cheap black jelly beans are delicious. Well, yeah, they're just like licorice ones, right? They're like the black, anise or anise or however you say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, those are okay, but they're too gritty. I don't mind them. I like them. Uh, I, when I was a child, it's very funny. I went through periods of jelly bean like a phases of in my life of jelly bean eating. And yeah. at first, like I didn't like black jelly beans and then I didn't like regular jelly beans and I only like black jelly beans. <laughs> and, um, and then now I'm now I'm an equal opportunity jelly bean. So if I see a jelly, see, see jelly bean, eat it. I'm on a jelly bean diet. I see it. I eat it. <laughs> Did I tell you, I think that I have talked about before when I worked at um, the candy store in Pioneer square, we had a jelly belly uh, rack in the back. That was just all of the jelly bellies and little drawers all separated out into flavors. And so you could buy specific flavors if you wanted, and then it's just by weight. Right. <clears throat> but uh, so I tried all of them individually, but then we had the, uh, the jelly bean cookbook, the jelly belly cookbook that was, we sold too. And it had like combinations of three or four jelly bellies that made other flavors when you put them together. And so you could just get them from the drawers and then like make like, I don't know, a cream pie or something is like three different ones. And then you eat them all at the same time and it tastes like that thing. That sounds awesome. But the Jelly Belly cookbook sounds like some sort of like pseudonym for some sort of terrorist kind of like, you know, like handbook <laughs> on how to make It was maybe if the, uh, for deliciousness. <laughs> it's a handbook for deliciousness. It's, yeah. it's, it's about, it's, it's definitely about explosions, explosions of flavor in your mouth. I know. Um, the, uh, yeah, so um, interesting enough, as a child, um, we you know we were talking about the jelly beans. Yeah, um, I also had another thing when I was like aged three to six. Okay, yeah, I, somewhere around that time, I freaking loved coleslaw. Coleslaw, coleslaw. So we would go to the dinner Gross. table. Let's just listen to this. I would go to the entertainment my grandmother's house because I would eat there a, a lot. And um, they, she would make roast beef, pork chop, whatever, mashed potatoes, you know, whatever she would make. And I would just take the bowl of coleslaw and eat the whole thing of coleslaw. This is when I was like, I don't know, like I said, three to maybe six. And then one day, this is the bizarrest thing. One day, I just decided I didn't like coleslaw anymore. 
like and just I, at your grandma's or yeah, like was they it, were like here's your coleslaw no like they were like here you go here's your coleslaw you'll love it and i was just like i don't like it anymore and was i don't remember true, did you like just decide to say it no i don't know i just all of a sudden it became gross to me i have no idea i don't know what happened i think i just ate too much coleslaw <laughs> but I don't remember. I don't remember why I stopped liking it because now I eat coleslaw. I'm like, I don't eat bowls of it, but I enjoy it enough to eat it every once in a while, you know. Um, yeah. But isn't that weird? Like, I just like decided one day I could no longer eat coleslaw. That is weird. I feel like kids always do that stuff, though. Yeah, and I remember distinctly liking it and then not liking. It. I remember the pleasure I got from it, and then all of a sudden I just didn't want it anymore. And yeah, then, I remember, like, my mom would always, like, ask, you know, like, or she'd always give me stuff and then say, like, but you like so-and-so. <laughs> and, like, and I'd be like, I, well, maybe before, I don't know, but I don't want it right now. <laughs> You're like, that is so last week. I know. That is so age four. Um, I, another weird thing I remember about me uh, growing up, and there's probably some, like, psychologist on here is just, like, this kid's fucked. This guy's fucked. He's so fucked up. <laughs> um, I know. Like, that's uh, like you're going to go to, like, you know, a therapist sometime in the future and be like, I've listened through all of your uh, YouTube show. And uh, these are a couple of pointers that I have about things, things that you did wrong. <laughs> um, for like one day and one day only, I was frightened of down escalators. One, one day? One day, I just, one day. That's really specific. I know. And this is why I remember it very distinctly. We were at the mall and we were going, um, and I was maybe like eight or nine or something like that. I think your parents were super annoyed at that. No, they weren't because I hit it. I just had inner terror. Oh, no way. Oh, that's even worse. (laughs) Yeah, I had inner terror of going down an escalator and I think it might have had to do with like someone telling me about, I don't know exactly what it was, but it felt like I was having vertigo going down it. Like I felt like I was going to fall. That's pretty scary. Yeah. And then I was like, dude, get over this. You've been on escalators like a million times. You can handle this. Don't be afraid. And then I just gutted through it. And then I just, and then whatever, good like job. the next time. Those are good early lessons. But that was very crazy. Just one day, I got on the escalator. I was going down, and I just, I like, I, I could feel myself just having an anxiety attack. <laughs> That's when you're like five. I was probably like I said nine around oh, like there, nine, oh, yeah. nine or eight. Yeah, and I think it might have been. How about this? And I'm gonna maybe it was younger. I'm not exactly sure of the age, but you know when you do things as a kid, and and you maybe don't realize the risk involved. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's little kid luck. Little kids, and, you know, little kids just, like, you see them skiing when they're, like, three and they have no fear and they're just flying down and you see an adult trying to learn how to ski and it's, like, terror, pure terror. <laughs> yeah, totally. So I'm thinking, like, at some point in some in a child's brain, the, the like, some r- reason kicks in at some point. And you're like, and I think this is what happened with coleslaw and I think this is what happened with my escalator. Is coleslaw bad for you, though? No, it was just probably like, dude, there's all this other food. Why are you eating a giant thing of (laughs) coleslaw? Like, that makes no sense. You shouldn't do that. So um, I think my body was just like, or my brain was just like, you don't need to eat that anymore. I think there was something that happened in my brain that was just like, 
shut down on coleslaw. Maybe maybe it was like a nutritional thing. Who knows? Like you don't know when you're a kid. Like maybe your body was just saying like you need meat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like a pregnant a pregnant woman. Yeah, except the opposite. Your body just knows. Yeah, your body just knows. Right. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, that's uh two that's a this is a we're off to a rip roaring start here on this uh, episode number 57. 57 is a good it's a good uh, it's a good number 57. Yeah, what's well, I don't know anything about 57. It's two odd numbers. It might be prime. Is 57 a is, prime number? I don't think so, maybe. I'm looking it up. It is 57 prime. It's not. No, 23. Wait. That doesn't make sense. 59 is prime. So we got two episodes. <clears throat> yeah. That's a cooler prime number. 59? Yeah. Yeah. What's divisible by 57? I have no idea. Oh, it's a semi-prime. What does that mean? What that means. Yeah, what's a semi-prime? Uh, click the link. Semi-prime, a semi-prime also called a biprime or two almost prime is a natural number that is a product of two not necessarily distinct prime numbers the semi-prime less than 100 are 4 6 9 10 14 15 21 i'm not going to read them all <laughs> whoa there's some serious math involved here i'm looking at it right now and so it just means that there's only there's only one way to get at it other than multiplying the the number and one. It just means yeah. there's just, there's just a, only one way to get at it. Semi-prime, man. Semi-prime. <clears throat> Our show right now is in its semi-prime. <laughs> true. <laughs> that's true. True that. So you so back to the Easter thing. Did you uh, you said you went uh, you hid chili beans? You're gonna find those for the year. Did yeah. You do anything so, else? Yeah, I got there kind of late, but yeah, you know. And then we like had some Easter breakfast and uh, hung out with my family and whatnot. It was fun. So for the Easter breakfast, did you eat uh, like eggs? Uh, no, we had ham, and ham. then we dyed eggs later. Got it. And did you hard boil those eggs and then eat them later? Probably. I didn't get any of them, but I'm not that into hard boiled eggs. Hard boiled eggs are disgusting. Let's face it. I don't it. think they're disgusting, but I think that they're more effort than they're worth. I think the only time an egg should be hard boiled is if it's going to be deviled. Oh yeah, my grandma brought deviled eggs, so those were good. Were they blessed? Devil eggs? I don't even know what that means, but maybe. Probably because my grandma made them. <laughs> oh, that's such a sweet thing to say, but it has nothing to do with being blessed. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, in the certain, uh, certain Christian religions, they have Easter basket blessings. Really? Why? It's to kind of like, you know, make your... You take in all the food that's going to be on the table for your Easter dinner. Or yeah. your well, you know how in holidays usually like they call Easter dinner, but it usually happens at like three, kind of thing. I guess so. I don't know. I'm just telling. You. It's a typical thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it might be more of a Christian thing. I'm not sure. All I know is is that in certain religions, and in this case, uh, <clears throat> I had a family member who was in the Orthodox uh, Russian Orthodox, and they also do they do blessings of the basket, and uh, so you take in like all these things, like uh, kind of like. Um, the staples, like the the things that are like really important to the meal that are traditional. And you bring yeah. them in, you set it up, you put candles down. And it was a big thing. I used to do this when I was a child with my family. And then the priest would come around, do a little thing, say a prayer, and then oh, come around. A priest there? 
Yeah, the priest would come around and then throw holy water on everything, and then it would be so blessed. This is like more than just your family. Yeah, it wasn't like a one-on-one basket blessing. No, this was like a... a, a I imagine like your family of maybe like six, seven people, like no. having a priest just on hand. They're like, sprinkle the water. <laughs> no, no. So think of a giant U table, okay? Like a giant U, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the priest is in the middle of the U in a, in a rec hall. What about the priest's family? The priest doesn't have a family because he's not allowed to be married. Oh, I, Oh, oh, because yeah, the Catholic stuff or whatever. Yeah, well, it's Orthodox, and I'm not sure the difference. So, and I'm I don't not sure the difference either. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, they would go around and they would bless the basket. I don't do any of that crap anymore. But uh, <laughs> I did see that my mom took a basket to get blessed, and the reason why I asked if your eggs were blessed is because um, that would be a thing where they would then um, hard boil the eggs, right? And then you know, in the Ukrainian faith, they do these crazy like really intricate egg design stuff. I don't know if you know what this is, but if you look it up, but that's cool. Yeah. They do really remarkable egg coloring and stuff like that. Um, Oh, our family was lazy. We just bought the shrink wraps that looked like we, yeah. Um, so then what you do is you, those get blessed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, The hard boiled eggs. And then before the dinner, the, the dinner would start, they would have already taken those eggs out and peel them off and then slice them up into little carves. And then you pass around the blessed egg right before you actually have your, your, uh, your, your so you have to pass it to everyone before you eat it. Yeah. Well, it's not like you take a bite. It's already cut. It's sliced. You know, oh, you take your piece. Yeah. You take a piece of the blessed egg or whatever. That's a lot of protocol. I kind of yeah. want to like make my own, uh, religion. No. Well, yeah, I guess, but more like just customs. But then, yes. like, enforce them, you know? Well, here's the thing. Just weird stuff. I like, I like the idea of customs. I yeah. just don't like them when they're tied to religion. Yeah, like, it's like you have to do it because God wants you to. Yeah, I just want to do it because cool. I do it because you like it. So um, I did not, I did go, I didn't do anything for specifically for Easter, but um, my wife's mother's brother is in town. And I went, I went to play golf with him and my father-in-law on Sunday. So nice. that's what I did. <laughs> Who won? And I won. Ooh. Well, and there's no such thing as winners and losers. We're all winners. But the um, I mean, you could yeah. do better than someone else. Yeah, I'll tell you. It, I hadn't gone out since February, I think. Um, yeah. Maybe even before that, November. December. I can't remember exactly, but I definitely know it was a long time ago. And, um, and I drove the ball very well. It was very good. Nice. Speaking of driving the ball very well, did you know the Masters started today? Is that a golf thing? It is a golf thing. I did not know that. I think I saw something about there's some major golf thing happening in Seattle. There is a major golf thing happening in Seattle. It's happening. Um, I'm going to it. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Didn't you get tickets like... 10 years ago or something? I got the tickets uh, quite some time ago, yeah. I got them maybe, I think, oh, geez. I'm thinking like 20, 2009, maybe. That's pretty That's, long ago. Well, I did. I bought tickets to the, the U.S. Open, the senior U.S. Open, which was at Zahali. And when, by doing that, I was, giving, I was granted access to pre-order the tickets for this thing. And I bought these tickets like a year and a half ago. 
Oh, so you're just in the pool or whatever. I, yeah, so I bought them. I bought the tickets to the other thing to get in advance to get these other things or something like that. But yeah, so anyway, I bought the tickets and it was. I'm going the final day, the final round. So cool. yeah, and I'm I'm going with a couple other. You know, is Tiger uh, Woods going to be there? Uh, maybe if he's not injured. Oh, is he injured? Well, he's been he's been in and out of. Uh, he's been in a lot of trouble. Whatever happened with him and like cheating on his wife or whatever that was like a long time ago um he was nothing Did he get he divorced? i think he's divorced yeah so tiger woods is, is um he shot a plus one today and the, oh, really? the yeah and the leader is jordan spieth and he's eight under par dude so he's nine shots out of the lead so uh do they only do guys ones or is there girls ones at the same time they or girls like is at a, a separate thing. Girls is a separate thing, and they'll be at a different time. Same place. Dif- different place. Different. Oh. Different. Different stuff. Yeah. So the Masters only takes place in Augusta at the golf course there. So it's the only. It's a major cha- So you know, there's four major championships. I don't know if you know this, but I did not. Whatever. So this is the first of the four major championships, and it usually kicks off the kind of golf season. If is you that will. like <clears throat> the the whole world or just the U.S. It's the whole world. Oh, really? It's, the, it's all yeah, in the U.S.? It's the PGA Tour, which is usually the best of the best. I mean, there are other, um, like, leagues around the world, but, like, this one is the biggest one. It has the, mo- the biggest prizes and the, the most prestige. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty so, cool. um, speaking of uh, pre- uh, prestige, I-, I was having a conversation today, and I thought it would be a good show topic, and I'm just springing it on you. Um, oh, No. Yeah, so I was thinking of like ranking the ranking. If you were to think about like impressiveness or importance, okay, yeah. uh, of people, individuals, right? Not like necessarily an individual, although it should be. It could be an individual, like some like, way that you would <laughs> quantify judging their like impressiveness. Yes. So, like, I think number one is president of the United States in all of the world. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, if supposedly he's the most powerful person or whatever. Right. Even so, though but, not really. But the question is, is like, like, would you put other... Right. Oh, yeah, you didn't watch um, Last Man on Earth, right? Not yet. Because, yeah, he's the president of the United States. Because Self-proclaimed, because he's the last man. <laughs> they, by the way, they renewed that for season two. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. So um the you you're not impressed by that. You're not impressed by them renewing it for I don't season. Know. Like I was re I was watching it with some of my friends while they were visiting and like just explaining what's going on now in it versus how it started in like the premise. It's totally just a drama now. It's like not even it's just like a drama. <laughs> okay. So it's not funny anymore, is what you're saying? I mean I guess it's funny, but it's like totally different than the original premise. It's just about like the people who are left because it's not just him. Oh, so now you're ruining for everyone. Spoiler alert, everybody. Basically. Spoiler yeah. alert. So it's really it happens more... in the second episode. So well, there's one girl. Yeah. You're saying there's more people? Are you? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Maybe. I don't want to know. But I'm just saying, like, just the fact that it's not him, only. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, he's still the last man, unless they bring in more men. Yeah. 
Um, so a couple things happened in oh, the yeah. video. Wait, wait, wait. So uh, what are the president of the United States? Oh, geez. He took me off target. And I, yeah. So anyway, I was going to be like, do you think there, like, would you rank other nations' presidencies above, like, say, the Pope or perhaps, you know, a uh, heart surgeon or let's say uh, a brain surgeon or maybe a. I think like a famous scientist. Like, for instance, uh, um, you know, like Einstein or something. When oh, he he's dead. Or Tesla. What about or like what? any of like those super famous people, like you know, that used to have rich people parties in like the twenties or whatever. What about Stephen Hawking? Yeah, like Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Where do totally. you rate him? I think that like he's more famous than the president of the United States. What real? More famous or more important? I think yeah. I think that he's more important. Than any single president. Than any single president. Okay. I mean, because the president's a rotating thing, you know? Right. I would so, argue that I think the president, when in power, is the most, probably the most powerful man in the world. Most yeah, influential. Think, but I feel like, like right now, uh, the Russian guy, Putin, Putin or whatever, like, he's probably more powerful because he's actually just doing stuff, anything he wants. Oh yeah, I guess what you're. I see what you're saying. He he because he's a di- almost like a dictator and he has so much control. He therefore has more power. Yeah, totally. I but, mean, the president like of the U.S. Yeah. kind of has like a figurehead power, but like he can't really do stuff. Well, he has executive actions, don't you know? He's a king, King Obama. I know, but like, still, you know what I mean? I mean, it's like. By the way, that was sarcasm. That's not, I don't think he's King Obama. That's what the Republicans like to say. Yeah, but still, I like, it's just like the structure of it. But in like face, like figurehead style, it kind of is just because the US is the richest country. Yeah, I sometimes wish we had a really benevolent king. Yeah, stuff would work better. But then it's just the whole thing that like they don't last forever. That's the problem. That's the problem. Well, and then they go crazy. That's they... why we should just have robot overlords. Yeah, that'll that'll definitely solve things. That will so, solve things. Uh, so in normal people, like normal, let's just say like non-politicians, what do you rank like? Do you rank, where do you rank like a, a brain surgeon? If you were just like, or like, you know. Uh, I don't think a... a brain surgeon is that like cool. I mean, maybe they're smart or whatever, but they didn't necessarily do anything. I don't think like brain surgery is making a difference to the world. What if they're like some sort of I think like uh, Bill Gates like being like a philanthropist or whatever. That's pretty huge. So you're saying if but he didn't he wasn't a philanthropist first. He was a philanthropist second. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. That's like what he's doing. I was trying to keep people out of it. I was trying to think of like more like I'm thinking someone who makes a difference to the world. Okay. Whether for good or bad. Like not just any single people or their skill set. Right. You could be totally retarded and you could just inspire people and then it's like everyone's doing everything for you and you're making a difference. Hmm. All right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I... Yeah. I guess I was trying to think of like... Um... Just hierarchy if you were to rate people like, okay, brain surgeon, he's more important than the regular surgeon and he's more important than like the nurse or something. Right. Exactly. And then so that's just like their, their skill set, how valuable they are as a person. 
Well, yeah, they're yeah, and their usefulness, right? Like they're they're. I don't think a brain surgeon is that useful. <laughs> well, they well, you're making an assumption that they can't. They can do. They can do everything all the way up to brain surgery. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. But it's pretty specialized. It is pretty specialized, but I bet you they'd be okay at like li- like, you know, suturing something in your liver or something. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, like for instance, I'm surprised at how many computer people like suck at computers. You'd think that somebody who programs computers would be able to like fix them or do network stuff, but they totally can't. Right. This is the kind of back to the, you think how many people who drive cars, they'd be okay at driving cars, but they're not. People who drive cars. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. They drive them every day. You think they'd be good at them, but they're good at driving them, but they're not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess my, yeah, uh, that's, but that's, I guess what you're saying is, is people become super specialized and then they lose the general nature of, of being. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, you're going to be, it's going to be more of a, like the end of the world type situation. Having a brain surgeon is not going to be that useful. (laughs) I think it would be super useful because they would have really delicate hands to do some stitching for your, uh, for your knits, knitting, your knitting needs. They're not going to have any other tools. It's super tool specialized. Not for knitting. Yeah, it is. Knitting is specialized? No, I mean, you need tools for it. Yeah, just there's going to be a grandma that probably passed away that left her knitting supplies. Yeah. I, yeah. I guarantee you, in the, at the, in the end of the world situation, knitting um, and knitting tools will not be a problem to find. I think food and water probably be more difficult. That's true. Because <laughs> I bet you, like, like, I don't think anyone is raiding Michael's. When things hit the fan, like no one's going to Hobby <laughs> Hobby Lobby. It's cool. In uh, one of my favorite parts in uh, Last Man on Earth, <laughs> he just carries around a gun, like, and doesn't use any of the doors. So, like, to get a new store, he just like he's like super nonchalant about it. He'll just like psh, and like shoot out the glass. <laughs> I like, and, like I, I did watch the first two episodes and the the one where he like she shows up and and they go to the hardware store and he just drives through the, the she's like don't park here it's handicapped like, like you have to park don't park in the handicap spot the whole world's a parking lot <laughs> <laughs> um so i i a couple things i saw people were freaking out video game wise this week um Battle i saw Fun- the ad for that new um game about like some sort of cyborg people society in the future do sex, yeah. That's, Seems pretty uh, cool. It looks pretty cool. There's a that that series has a fanatic following. I don't. It's a series. Yeah, it's a it's a series. Huh. Yeah, it looked pretty cool though. It's uh, let's see, Deuce X uh, video game. It's called Mankind Divided. Is a new one. But yeah. uh, Deuce X is it's been around for a while. The first one was from 2000. That's yeah. That's pretty long ago. Uh, let's see how many games were in the series. That's like PlayStation 2 era. It was It was actually on PlayStation 2. The year of inception, uh, 2000. Not only that, it's been on Android, iOS, OS X, Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Wii U. Is it on Raspberry Pi, though? Probably not. <laughs> um, it gets pretty... And also the Battlefront video. That I mean, I, I, I am looking forward to Battlefront. And I is know you really, say it's been... Is that been the there. Star Wars one? Yeah, that's the Star Wars one. Yeah, it does look awesome. But, like, I just feel like there's been, like, 10 games that, like, do that exact same game. Yeah. But, so what? 
Yeah, I mean, it's a cool theme. I mean, Star Wars. <clears throat> it's as long as they don't fuck it up. It has the opportunity to be. It's just think Battlefield, but with Star Troopers. I mean, or Stormtroopers. Yeah. Excuse me. I, I think it'll I be mean, all the, I, the the stuff that they went to to do it sounds really awesome. Like oh, going yeah, to the actual filming locations and like. This is why budgets like, of video games are way too expensive. Like you can't fucking draw a Death Star. You have to go to. Red- <laughs> I don't see the scene. I know they need inspiration. Oh, I don't know what an Ewok looks like. Let me put a dwarf in a costume. <laughs> so we can I, like motion capture it. So we can motion capture it. Yeah, I think here's the thing. I think you could I think you could draw that. I think you could draw that. <laughs> just watch the movies, duh. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Screen can't you like just watch the movie and screen grab it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh I do I'm looking forward to that. And then I um, I think it was IGN. They give away free games. I don't know if you know this, like Starbucks. You know, Starbucks gives away like uh, music. Yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah. So um, apparently, IGN, the website, gives away free games. What? And they gave away the iOS game, game of the Game of Thrones. The um... oh yeah, you were talking about that. So I started playing it last night. Just the first chapter. It's only the first. I think it's six chapters. What kind of game is it though? Have you ever played Telltale games? No. So it's kind of like a, I don't want to say, it's like a variation on point and click. Um, but Wait, it's like, mean, is it like a puzzle, a puzzle adventure? No, it's sort of like, um, a, it's very storybooky. okay? So what it is, is that, you know, this is taking place, it, you know the Red Wedding? You watch Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the story takes place where with a family, a northern family. Um, that's, Wait, so is this not the Game of Thrones people? It, it's well, game of it's it's a story. It's much like the Walking Dead game. Yeah. So Telltale Games, what they do is they get a story, okay, yeah. and then they they don't actually touch upon the main thread of the story. They just create side characters. Oh yeah, yeah. So there is there is essentially in this one, you're a um, you're a young. What's that called when you're in service of like a lord? I don't know. I forget what you call it. But anyway, it's what the guy um, was that I forget the name. Anyway, so wait, I just want what's the game mechanic? The game mechanic is like swipe here, touch that, and it's like all action oriented. And then it's like, oh, you have to push the shield up when, or and then you slide up to get to the shield. So it's like Burger Mania type situation, or like WarioWare or something. It's actually more like Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. You ever played Dragon's Lair? No, I don't know that either. Okay, so it's kind of like an animated... It's like animated... It's like you're not moving the characters necessarily, at least not yet. I'm not doing it. Um, but you, the things are happening on screen. It's like quick time events, sort of. And you have to just like do the stuff that it says. It's like slide, yeah, swipe right, swipe left. And then you, it's also conversation happens. Okay, so you have to pick things on the, the thing to make it happen. And the, the Telltale Games is, is the developer of, this, of, this, of these games. Yeah. And what they're known for is that the decisions you make through the game actually extend to each chapter so that when you get to the end of the game, your ending may be different than mine because of the decisions I made through chapter one. Oh, chapter yeah, yeah, yeah. Four. Yeah, so... Um, Wait, do you know, you know in a... There's that one game that's super famous for that. It's like space-themed. Space-themed? Chrono Trigger? I can't remember the name of it now. Chrono Trigger? No. It's like a series, and there's like one came out a couple years ago. Mass Effect. Mass Effect, yeah. Did you ever yeah. play that? 
I did play that. Um, I think I finished the first one, or it came very. That's the whole thing. Like you everything comes out totally different every time, right? Right. It's like the it's the decision. Yeah, but that those games are way more in depth than these games. That th- yeah, those yeah. games are They're casual yeah. games. Yeah, the it's much like um, they're very good. So they have they have a Walking Dead one. Um, they have now the Game of Thrones. They also have a uh, oh geez, the Wolf Among Us, which is another one. I don't know and that. <clears throat> it's based off a comic book, and um, it looks like they're going to do one for Back to the Future now. Oh, what? That would be cool. Why don't they yeah. just do it for Star Wars? Uh, they probably can't get the rights. Oh, yeah. But, dude, um, <clears throat> I just learned that the Wolf Among Us, one of my old college uh, classmates, does a voice for one of the characters. What? Yeah. They also have a Minecraft. You know, all of these famous people, like that other guy that you saw in the commercial and then you got in contact with later. I know. I know. Looks like Film they're also school, doing... Man. Film school. I know. Looks like they also did a Jurassic Park game. Anyway, um, they're very good, and I recommend them, and I think you should try them out. I think a lot of people have talked about them before. That's cool. Speaking of Game of Thrones, too, this Sunday, man. That's what I was... I was leading into it. It comes out this Sunday. I know. And the new... um, There's also the... uh, The other show. Silicon Valley. That starts this week, too? Yep. Right after... Oh, man. What a great night of TV. premiere Sunday. That's awesome. I know. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm going to go over to my friend's house who has a very large TV and watch it. I have a very large TV. His is bigger. How big is it? I think it's like 70 inches. Oh, he's got me by a couple inches. I know, Only but it's not 3D, and I always, I always make fun of him for that. <laughs> I, um, there was a 65-inch TV on a deal for like 750 bucks I was thinking about getting, but like it's only 1080p and like no 3d. So mine's only for me. Mine's only 1080p. If it was 4k, I would get it. There's no content right now. I know, but still, yeah, but $700 is like a really good deal. That is a really good deal. But you know, the thing is by the time this new TV I got goes to shit, which I'm guessing will probably be in five to seven years. Like I'll just buy. I'm so surprised how long my TV lasted. I got my TV for um, like it's refurbished, and I got it for like six hundred dollars or something. But like, probably like ten years ago, and it still works like fine. That's like I got it was a 1080p when that was like kind of hard to find. It was like oh, it's not one of the 720 ones, (laughs) right? Like they still had 1080i was a thing. Oh, I remember 1080i. Some things still come in on 1080i on my cable box. I don't know what causes that. Um, Dumb. Speaking of TV, speaking of TV, did you happen to see how rich people watch Fast and Furious? I saw that. that, um, You basically can get your own movie theater that has, like, fingerprint authentication to watch, like, day-of-release movies in your private cinema. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay. Couldn't you just like do a screener at your house? Like, do they have a guard there or something? I, I, what do you mean? Like, you like record just record it? the video? No, because apparently there's, if you read, if you've read the article, it said there's a bunch of security, but is there's actually an invisible watermark that's individual for every single, oh, um, really? Yeah, for every single um, unit. So the unit is called the Prima, okay? Yeah. Okay, and it costs it costs 
$35,000 just for the unit. Okay. <laughs> and then you still pay for the movies. Wait, hold on. Then on top of that, you need to have a, a dedicated, like, um, ISDN, I forget what the uh, viewing room or whatever. No, like a network thing. It has all these redundancies or whatever. Yeah. And um, I'm trying to find it. It has it has a rack mount Prima box is crazy. It has a thumbprint scanner, dual HDMI, dual gigabit Ethernet, gigabit byte Ethernet, dual power supplies, and a RAID five array where all the movies are stored. In other words, absolutely everything is redundant. There's no single point of failure for anything on the device. So yeah. And that's the thing. It's not streaming. Every <clears throat> single movie gets uploaded to the Prima device, okay? Yeah, that's crazy. And <clears throat> rentals, like, so if you wanted to rent, like, Fast and Furious 7 for 24 hours the day it came released, yeah, um, 500 bucks. I guess that's not too bad comparatively. I guess. So uh, it's $35,000 just to get the unit. Movie yeah. rentals are $500 each. And it says some indie titles cost a little bit less. But here's the thing. There's no subscription fee. However, once you buy a Prima, you, yeah. have, to, you have to pay up front $5,000. You have to essentially buy 10 free rent. You have to buy 10 rentals up front when you <laughs> <Yeah>. buy them. <laughs> so, um, and uh, they have, there, there's essentially. I mean, probably for a lot of people, that's like chump change. So they just don't care. Like, oh, it's cool. I get yeah, the movies. It's crazy. And Insurgent, that movie Insurgent. Yeah. It was actually available on the Prima box one week before release. What? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Rich uh, people, man. They get everything nowadays. It's it's ridiculous. It's crazy. And I'm looking at the screen of like it has its own UX. And you look at the movies that are on there, and it's all the like the ones that are available or like the ones all in the theater right now. Yeah, like current run. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. it's all current run movies. <clears throat> I wonder if can you charge people to come watch? There must be some rules about that. Uh, I mean, I mean, I there's get... no way that you'd break even, anyways. <laughs> well, if you had if you had fifty people at ten dollars, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't theaters just do that? I mean, do they get a, they don't get a better deal? I don't think. Well, I think for theaters, they nowadays, I, I'm not even sure many of them even, I think they have a very similar setup. I don't think they have, many places don't even have film anymore. You know, it's film? Just, oh yeah, no, I don't, wouldn't think it would be film. So I think it comes in, the files come in the exact same method. I think it's very similar. It's just like buying a theater at your house, but it's like standardized. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's crazy. I, I hadn't seen it until you linked to it, but. I hadn't seen it either. Um but it's interesting to know that this exists, you know, like, you know, some people, this is, this is definitely for like the 1%, right? <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's for people who don't mind like dropping 35,000 <clears> 30, on like nothing. And apparently the, the biometric scanner designed to swipe your thumbprint to um, do security or whatever yeah. Um, oh, it has to have. By the way, it's a business class internet connection at forty gigabytes a, a piece. It has. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, That's so where I'd spend my money on. The the thumbprint is uh, is designed by BMW's uh, design arm. <laughs> DreamWorks that just design. seems like unnecessary. Yeah. It says billionaires wouldn't be caught dead with ugly biometric scanners on their coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so th you have something to aspire to. Um, I know, right? But speaking of aspiring, uh, 
the new Daredevil series comes out. I, it actually might be available on on uh, Netflix right now. It comes out. To, that's, that's the poor man's. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of poor man, if you want to reach out to us and tell us any of your thoughts at Fresh and Par, we normally say that yeah, at the front of the show. The tweet stream. Has anything come in? No. Oh. I mean, yeah. I just didn't mention it. Oh. <laughs> Why didn't you mention it? Because nothing came in. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted to sound like we were popular. Well, our number one fan is in Africa right now. So I know. Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention that last week. Well, I just mentioned it right now. So it's, it's a long time in the, the Africa. Um, we are running a little behind here, but I, there's two things I wanted to talk about. Um, one is uh, the Daredevil show. I can't wait to watch it. I may even watch an episode tonight if it's available on Netflix. Is it? Um, so it's a show, right? Yeah, and it's set in the same universe as the Avengers and all that shit. I heard that they're getting rid of Captain America. I hadn't heard that. They may it kill him off. Pretty cool. It's. I hear that what's his face, the guy who plays Kingpin, is like super good. That's but I don't cool. know. Yeah, I'm looking for it. His what's the guy's name? Um, oh, it's in Farty that article. McGee. Huh? Is his name Farty McGee? No, his name is not Farty McGee. It's oh. Vin- Vincent D'Onofrio. I was misled. You were misled. Farty McGee is the lead in uh, the new Full House show, Fuller House. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. So um, before we hop into our uh, you know, segment, um, female ref in the NFL, how do you feel about that? I know. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's cool, but like, why can't they have players then? Right. Or, you know, why? This is like, I think, a good step. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. It's, you know, I, God forbid anything stupid happens on the field. I mean, the refs are, people already hate the refs. It's just going to be like another reason to hate them for no reason. I just imagine, and I'm not saying that I agree with this, but there's going to be a like, you stupid bitch. Um, you know what well, I'm yeah, saying? Sure. I mean, they already say that about like regular refs. Right. But do you think now like they call them a stupid bitch and it doesn't mean anything, but now they're going to say you stupid bitch and then someone's going to get, don't you think that this is going to happen? Someone's going to say it on the field and the player's going to be like, what? I call everyone a bitch. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Do you think that that's penalty, a penalty? Like if you're yelling and you, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I, I mean, they I, can't yell at the refs anyways, can they? They can yell at the refs. Don't they get penalties regardless? Because it's unsportsmanlike conduct or something? They can. I'm just wondering if like there's going to be some sensitivity as it relates to the first female NFL ref. Maybe. What's her name? Her name is Sarah Thomas, I believe. Oh, Sarah Thomas. It's a very generic name. That is extremely generic. Like, seriously, they had to pick like the most generic. Yeah. (laughs) Um, She's a 19 year veteran. Oh, I thought you were going to say she's a 19 year old. (laughs) Oh, God. I clicked on that link and it had auto video play. I hate auto video play. God, terrible. So, I want to talk about that. I wanted to talk about, lastly, the orange, bro orange. Oh, yeah. No, I saw something about that, but I didn't click on the article before. So this story is amazing, okay? It's pure... It's so amazing. When I read it, I thought maybe it was a April Fool's Pure amazeballs. It, this, <clears throat> it's, called, it's called... The, the article of the title, and I'm going to put this... Maybe I'll put it on my fa- our Facebook thing, because I think it's a must-read, pretty much. Is yeah. 
how I became a minor celebrity in China after my stolen phone ended up there. It is so, crazy that like he got all big or whatever. It's and let's so from the top, essentially, this guy has his phone stolen from a bar in New York City. Like yeah. four or five months later, six months later, he's sitting. He has a new iPhone or whatever. And all of a sudden, some weird photos start coming in of this guy in like these orange trees, just like this Chinese guy. So he, yeah. I think he puts it on Twitter, maybe, and says, "Does anyone know who this is or whatever?" And uh, no, at first he just thought it was like funny and stuff. Like he didn't realize it was a stolen thing. He thought that the accounts just got messed up. Right. And then he realized he looked at his like connected devices to his iCloud and it like was his old phone in China. And then he like was posting. No, well he, no, he, so his, his stolen phone ended up in China. Yeah. Um, and sure enough, his old iPhone was on the iCloud. Orange man's pictures were, were showing up in his stream because his old phone's iCloud was still connected to his current iCloud. Thing. Yeah. Um, he went in, deleted the phone. That was it. Okay. Yeah. He, wrote, he writes an article on BuzzFeed and then he starts getting tons of tweets from people in China. They yeah. were all helping him. They all felt to... bad for him or whatever. No, they were just trying to help him. Yeah. Your story. So he starts getting tweets. Your story is famous in China. Wish you could find him. Your story are so famous in China that all my friends have known you and your orange tree guy, LOL. I know, now, right? Now all Chinese know your story. We are helping you. Man, I'm Chinese, and in our country, we are trying to find this man. You are famous in China now. <laughs> I know, my, that's crazy. My friends are making an effort to find the orange tree guy. So anyway, this, like, it just blows up, okay? Yeah. So he essentially finds out, like, the story that essentially stole the phones, make their way to Hong Kong. His, his brother-in-law bought that phone for him, et cetera, et cetera. And it ends up in this guy's thing. And... um he keeps getting all these tweets. Essentially, you ever hear Weibo? Weibo, it's like a... It's yeah, like it's the Chinese. Chinese. They, like, outlaw Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they find this guy. And they say, like, it's this town and they don't get a lot of buzz there or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the town is, like, bigger than Los Angeles. It's crazy. It's like a small town in China. A small city in China. I know, but yeah. Dude, Chinese cities are super crazy. They're, like, <laughs> way huge. So um, the, they, they start reaching out to him. Things happen. He's like, all right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over there. He goes over there, and it's like twenty four seven. Like, I, I forgot to mention, he opens up a Weibo account, which is like his own thing, and yeah. it, and it blows up. Yeah, it, yeah, he was like number one on it, like on like trending tags or whatever. Yeah, twenty two million people read his story, his initial story. Yeah, on that's Weibo. crazy. That's like twenty two so million people. That is. <laughs> So anyway, he gets over there and he's now famous in China, like for real famous in China. And um, he goes there, there's press, there's all this press stuff and he's driving around the country. Like his face is on these cars. He keeps- Really? Oh, I didn't see that. That's crazy. He's keeps, they keep putting pictures, like um, products in front of him and taking pictures and he keeps like <laughs> endorsing things he doesn't know anything about. Um but th this is an amazing story and it's definitely a modern fame story and everyone needs to read this story. It's insane. It's and actually Are you, you're just trying to make him famous in the US. No, well they're they're actually making a documentary about it. Yeah.
That makes sense. He's got to he's got to capitalize on it somehow. <laughs> uh, I know. Well, yeah, because he. I, I, well, that's the thing. He made all these endorsements, and 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 he never got paid for one of them. Yeah, <laughs> he got paid for one of them. So anyway, I'm gonna link this story onto our account, but you could just go to BuzzFeed. I think everyone's already seen it. It was. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they have or not. But uh, that's true. Some people yeah. don't see things. Some people don't see things. That's that's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't read it, if this is old news, then just forget about it. Click but, it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I think it's that time. I think it is time. Yes, it's time for Review Roulette. This is the part of the show where we randomly select a title from the Netflix catalog, then we review that show the following week. But it's not so much a review, right, Fresher? Yeah, it's more we just go over a play-by-play of the movie, like we're sitting there with you, you know, just watching the movie, but then uh, we do give it a number rating at the end. Right, and last week's movie was the... Actually, it was the week before last. Well, the last movie we selected was the the 2013... Comedy high, comedy sci-fi horror, uh, not I classic. Yeah, I didn't think it was a comedy. Well, I'm just going by the genres on IMDb. Yeah, I know it's weird. Unidentified, starring, written and starring, written directed by Jason Richard Miller, uh, starring people you've never heard of. Yeah. Um, also, total spoiler alert in this uh, review. Yeah. FYI, everybody. Well, yeah, it's definitely going to be a spoiler. All right, so <laughs> here's 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 two things immediately that I noticed about this movie. One, the dorky white kid. Yeah, he like, was the worst. I hated him. He looked like Topher Grace from uh, that '70s show. Oh yeah, he kind of did. Yeah, I also think uh, he kind of reminded me, especially since he had that dumb superhero outfit on, of like a real life version of the Monarch from Venture Brothers when he was younger. Don't watch Venture Brothers, but I guarantee you someone on this show that watches the show does, and they yeah, will get that reference. Does, but So, first off, I... The guy, though, he was so annoying. I hated him. So annoying. But All the I, characters were not good, but... I didn't realize this, but I was just I just clicked on some of the actors in the movie, and they actually were in other movies. Really? Like, these are actual actors. Yeah. Matter of fact, the, you know the chubby black guy? The, the, yeah, the yeah. Friend? He was actually nominated for a primetime Emmy. What? For what show? Um, Mad T... No, Key and Peele, maybe? Oh, I love Key and Peele. He's been on 40... That guy's been on 43 episodes of Key and Peele. Huh. He's also a writer. I watched all the Key and Peeles. I'm wondering when that's going to come back on. But, yeah, no. I didn't think any of them were, like, that good at acting either. But, I mean, it was hard because the plot was so stupid. Dude, he has a great. He's he's a writer for the Arsenio Hall show. He's a um, he's been in forty three episodes of Key and Peele. He was on fifty five. He wrote fifty five episodes of Mad TV. He's like a legit actor writer guy. Yeah, like, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. I wonder why he was in this. It must have just been his friend's project, possibly. And then that other Perry Shin guy, the 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 you know the computer the the computer yeah, guy Jeremy. You know? Yeah, he was actually in a. He's been on a lot of TV shows. He was in Snowpiercer. He's like, man, geez, he's got a lot of stuff. So anyway, I'm surprised. I thought no one was in this movie, but apparently they're just like C-list celebrities. Um, yeah, it was pretty dumb. So I, what I did like about the movie is that it started with no credits. Oh, I guess that's true. The found footage thing. The found oh, footage. Oh, and it was similar because he had a YouTube YouTube show. He was always he plugging it like a jerk. 
Jody Man. By the way, you should subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it Jody Man? Was that what it was called? Yeah, Jody Man about comic stuff. So anyway, the plot of it goes like this. It's a found footage movie. Yeah, because this guy, the Jody Man who has the web show, has a camera with him always, and he's just like recording stuff. So he's gets he's going on a a a uh, weekend extravaganza with his sister's husband. Yeah, brother in law. Whose brother in law, who happens to be a degenerate gambler. Yeah. His boss is best friends with his brother in law, and then there's another guy. The, uh, who comes along? He's a black guy. His name, I don't know what his character's name is, but he yeah, comes. But along it's, and this is like a tradition for them. They go to Las Vegas every year, or whatever, and they're disappointed that the nerdy guy is coming with them because they didn't know until the very end. And the nerdy guy is coming along because his sister wants him to videotape the events that are happening because the to be sure that like they don't gamble too much, which they do. But then, like, he's so dumb. Like, the nerdy guy is, like, the worst. He's, like, worst case of someone coming along with you. He's just being so lame. I don't even know why they let him. He's, like, recording in all the casinos. They get kicked out of a strip club for, like, recording the chick or whatever. He would not have got away with it that much. It was, like, a big DSLR-type camera. Um, and so, anyway, they on their way to Vegas, they decide to eat at the uh, a little diner that's somewhere in... On the in between Vegas and Los Angeles, and they go and they go there. It's something called like the Lockheed Diner, and some crazy guy comes over. And is like, oh, you got to check out this um, this abandoned military base. So they yeah, go he there, wasn't even, like trying to get him to go there. They just said that they were gonna right because he was saying all this dumb stories. But then, yeah, why did they go? That was stupid. <laughs> Actually, that didn't play into it at all. Well, yes, it did. It absolutely did. It didn't. Like, they it, never got back there. I thought never, maybe... They never got back there, but if you happen to see in the place that where the door slammed on them or whatever, yeah. in, in there, there was a... There was a... There was a note on the wall. Oh, I didn't see a note. That like, said, spray-painted or like... No, like, kind of like a... I don't know if it's spray-painted or just painted or whatever, but it said, they always come in sixes. I thought that they said that later. That's he. They did say it later. This is my point. So like, it said it. There was like a hidden message, and then that guy that got was outside, that got wished away or whatever. Yeah, he was one of the guys at the end that was had the red thing on his back. Huh. But so, that, I still don't see how that ties in. It didn't. It was just like a a creepy side story. Yeah, it was dumb. Like. A, I thought it was going to tie in, and it didn't. Well, it also it played into the idea that in this world things are happening. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's it was it. like they just said that was like the only like really creepy part of it. Right. Like when so, that part started, I thought it was going to be like more creepy and scary, but it like totally wasn't. So then they leave that place after that happens because they see like weird lightning, and then of course they never look back at the footage. And to see that guy get whooshed away into nothing. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, they go to Vegas. They have like you know some shenanigans. They set up this thing where they borrowed money from a a mobster, from like a mafia guy, yeah. like because they were playing twenty k at a poker, poker tournament. tournament. Oh, but then dude, the the nerdy guy was the worst at like in Las Vegas. He's so dumb. He's like all super psyched about everything. I know. Like just being retarded. 
I know. I know. It's like, come on, man. Seriously, you don't look like you're 12, so act like you're act your age. He, I, he I mean, it was just like, super annoying. Like, he came off as such like a neophyte or whatever the word is, like green. Um, and but it, it was kind of like unbelievable. So they they it was the poker bad. the poker game is um the poker game is actually a down syndrome yeah i know right yeah they go down this alley and whatever and like it's like this super shady place and then at the last minute the guy who set up the poker game for, i mean like entered them or whatever says like no no man i'm sure you're gonna win like it's like but i gotta tell you i didn't tell you until now this is a Down syndrome poker game, and I told them that you have it too. A little bit. You have a little bit of Downs. <laughs> so you're guaranteed to win, or whatever. <laughs> and I actually like, do you not know how that works. Like they've totally fine at it, or whatever. I actually <laughs> thought that was the the funniest part is when the guy loses all the money, and the, and the guy comes back. The guy with Down syndrome comes back with the two girls behind him, and he's wearing the guy's leather jacket, and he's just like, "I know, it's, it's my jacket now. Get the fuck out of here." I know, and there's like the two like not hot chicks with the cookies and milk. That yeah. was weird. <laughs> so anyway, they get they go back, and now they have to pay back the mobster his money. Yeah, he was waiting like because they were supposed to pay him back at three o'clock, ten percent on their five thousand they borrowed, and they lost all their money. So they get back to the hotel. They're running. Uh, they're they realize that they're like, oh, we told them the the room number. So, like, let's take the stairs. The guy's on the stairs. Yeah, duh. Right. So they <laughs> Plus, it was stupid. They were all sneaking around the front of the place and stuff. I know. So, they <clears> kick <throat> him in the balls. They run down the stairs because apparently that ball kick put him out of commission. And then they start driving. And then yeah. I don't, they're like, let's take the back roads. Like, yeah, no, because he puts in his GPS. So, this is where I thought that the lightning was going to bring them back to that, like, crazy, like, town uh, you know the it thing yeah. and i thought that they were going to just be in those houses and it'd be super creepy and scary and stuff but then they're just like in the woods or in the desert i mean in the desert they're in the desert they see the lightning happen it flies their battery in their car so now they're stranded in the middle of the desert in the middle of the night yeah so the, and they go outside they're like oh this is creepy let's just go spend the night in the car oh and they're also pissed at each other all because they lost the money they got lost they got away from that guy. And then the, the truth comes out that like they really only wanted the nerdy kid to come to record to be sure that he doesn't like gamble too much or something. And so he's pissed about that. And then uh Yeah, so and they, then uh and they then, wake up Yeah, they wake up in the morning and the nerdy guy's gone. And so they like start searching for him. But he didn't bring his camera, so they're all like worried or whatever. But uh it turns out he went to pee, but then like he's like freaking out and he's all a crazy person just standing there like doing nothing. And, uh, they look at his phone that they found on the ground and it was totally, um, it was totally like some sort of alien encounter thing. It was like an artifact or some sort of alien, like yeah. technology. And so, and he has this black stuff on him and he's all infected. Yeah. That's when it like starts. They're just running through the forest. We're going to get him help. And then they can't find their car again. Cause they're stupid. So they find him in the woods. He's the the guy is now like uh, the desert in the desert or whatever. <laughs> Dude, me. that camera battery lasted like forever. 
forever. Forever. And like, they were using the light like all the time. I know. So they find the guy. He's like out of it. Um, he starts. They they start. They're like, we got to get him help. They end up finding a abandoned like gas station where the guy like puts on a tinfoil hat and starts telling them like, get out of here. Da 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 da. Yeah. Um, threatens to kill them, so they run away. Then they find a like pu- like a a pus nodule on the back of it, this guy's thing, and then they have yeah, to like, they, like pop it. I thought yeah. that other guy was gonna get infected too because he got it all over his hands. I know like, there were so many like dead ends, like not cool parts of this. Like they could have cut out, and like the story was so lame. So they keep going. Uh, it's now nighttime again, second night in the the area lightning comes again the kid vomits up like this black shit but then he finally gets normal too so like he comes back to his senses but then he just starts walking like into the darkness like by himself freaking out they get separated the now the 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 brother-in-law is like seeing this as a way to monetize or make money yeah because like he's gonna have this video that he can sell yeah and um and then, and then this is, we're coming up to the end. This is at the very end. So he like is fixing the camera. He like holds it yeah, up. He's like, he stays back and like, what? Wait, what were you going to say? Remember when he's like trying to get the light to work and he like turns it around and then the light flashes and the two people are behind him. Oh yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. That was kind of a jump scare. Yeah. Um, oh, and the worst part. So yeah, then there's, they were just like unconscious type walkers who are walking towards this ship. Who had like the distance. Who had like red, <laughs> Yeah, and the ship was pretty dumb too. But so but they're like totally ignoring those people because they're just like on a mission to the ship or whatever. So he finds the other guys are hiding behind the sand dune thing, like watching these people walk towards the ship, and their friend, the nerdy guy, is trying to walk too because he's like possessed or I don't know, whatever. <clears throat> and then this white sedan drives up with some mar- army dudes in it, and they get out and they're like inspecting all these weird zombie people like next to the ship. And so, like, all of the, like, three of the guys, this is, like, where I thought that it would tie up some better way than this, but, so, the guy who wants to make money off of it stays back and is recording them, and they're like, no, dude, we gotta get him some help, like, these people can help us, so they go out there, and it's like, oh, my guy's sick, like, my friend's sick, like, you gotta help us, and they're like, freeze, freeze, with their guns and stuff, and they totally, like, just shoot them, like, right there, like, (laughs) that's not much at all, they just die, (laughs) And the guy's like, oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. And then, like, they take the nerdy kid, and they're like, oh, we, we don't have six anymore, or whatever. Like, they bring him in the car, like, maybe we can fix him, or something. Which also doesn't make sense. And then, like, the alien craft thing that's like, got lightning coming out of it, like, there's still the other people there. They're dead. And, like, they... there's, there's five out of the six of the, the possessed, plus the... And then the... it just throws them, like, somewhere. Well, he, runs, he runs out because he hears the, the black friend talking. Yeah. So he runs out, and then all of a sudden, like the thing, like, ta- like. Essentially, oh, by like, the way, he has the light on the camera this whole time. I don't know how they wouldn't see him. It's pitch black everywhere in the desert, right? Yeah. So anyway, they the it shoots him back. Okay, and, and he, um, the camera's just on the ground, so it's like him on the ground with the camera. Like he's like, oh, I should have like listened to people. I shouldn't have been super dumb. And then he see then like the camera's making all these like weird like digital distortion stuff and yeah. then a green hand. The worst it's, part. Oh my god, I can't believe they did the alien face thing where the alien picks up the camera and looks at it. So dumb. And that wasn't even the end. 
So then, I thought that was going to be the end, and I thought that was bad enough. And then the, the alien like, like, looks at the camera, and freaks out, drops the camera back down, so it's like facing the guy on the ground again. Yeah, which makes no sense. Yeah, and it's stupid. So then the space, the guy, the alien leap. Well, we assume because we hear the like the, the footsteps go away, and the uh, with the ship, go, I guess, starts to take off. But yeah, I guess so, like they become like the camera and the guy become like weightless, and they start taking off with the ship. But just like not in it, yeah. Which is bad news for this guy. So he yeah, ends up going. So they, like the rest of the movie is like maybe three minutes of like just the camera and the guy like going up in the space, and then like it shows the guy and like he depressurizes or whatever and totally dies. <laughs> yeah, totally dies. And then, and the, then cam- the camera's just there and it's all fine, like in space basically. And then like it like happens to go, so you see the ship like blast off way faster and the like far and then the camera starts falling so there's this whole camera falling time that's like forever <clears throat> and then like uh so then the very end is just some guy picks up the camera the desert picks up the camera that has a, only a broken lens from falling from space and it's still recording battery's still good and uh the oh. guy brings it to his office or like whatever he's gonna fix it up like the first thing he thinks like oh free camera i'm gonna fix it up (laughs) apparently doesn't look at what's on it it shows like the broken lens like down there and there's a new lens on it (laughs) like that's why you don't need the camera like look at what's on it you know what i mean right i actually thought what was clever about that last scene was (laughs) that not so much that the camera survived but the way that they talked about the uh, like an outside perspective on the evening's events because the guy was watching TV as he was fixing the yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it was talking about, it was, it was like, UFO or lightning storm? Red lights were seen over I the I thought that was dumb too. I actually thought that was the best part of the movie. I thought you said it was the Downs, Down Syndrome poker game. Uh, that For comedy, I thought the Down Syndrome. For like cleverness, I thought that. That I didn't think that was clever at all. He should have just watched the video on the camera. Uh, yeah, okay. So anyway, the, then it fades to black and it starts running in the crowds. But before yeah, it fades it to like, black... The story was stupid. But wait, before it fades to black, did you see what happened at the very end? Maybe not. Like an alien's face showed up again? No, I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, an alien's face showed up again, which led you to the question of, did that alien come to get the camera? Wait, what? How does that work? I have no idea. That's why I'm saying I don't understand it. There was an alien's face on the on Oh, the you image. mean like the camera goes off. It goes... And then it comes back on and it's alien. It flashes like an alien's face and then it goes away again. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. That's better. That's better than the TV thing. And it's still dumb. All right, so I'm going to give I it a review. That, like, the other found footage movies we watched weren't very good either, but they were all better than this. What was the other found footage movie we watched? Like the one, uh, remember the one about the weird like commune place? The weird commune place? Yeah, where like they had, they were going to shoot like this. It was like some sort of weird old religion and the old guy didn't want them to come there, but then like, they still went there and then they were like teaching the like the kids, but then they were going to kill them all and they were like some sort of like regime of like oh yeah yeah people. yeah yeah that was that was way better yeah that was like way better and then at the end they like were having the one chick give birth to like the devil spawn thing and he came in and whatever yeah i forget the name of that movie but that movie was way better 
That was like super better. <laughs> yeah. And even that movie wasn't that good. What did I get? Do you I have, do you have the review on that? Because I, I can't give that movie. I a do. Better... But it's like, it was, it was one of the movies that had multiple parts and that was one of the sub stories. Oh, oh, okay. <clears throat> Cause that's that other movie that we watched that was about ghosts was like that with the sub stories too. Whereas it was like, that wasn't, maybe it was the VHS one and VHS two. No, I didn't. I was not there for that one. It's the one that you're th- talking about is the conspiracy. No the, no, the conspiracy is the one where they like. I, I'm telling you for sure. The documentary about conspiracy theories take a horrific turn after the filmmakers uncover an ancient and dang- dangerous secret society. That's no, def- that one is the one where they do the bullface thing. And then they like, the guy is being super retarded waiting in line. Is like, come on, we should go. But that's also like, found footage. That's also fa- like a documentary found footage movie. Yeah, that one was found footage too, but like, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Oh. Okay, so uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my review first. All right. Hold on. Let me see. Should I, should I get up some sound effects here? I don't know. What do you think? And I won't get the sound effects. For <laughs> Three and a half. Three and a half. Hmm. It's not bad. I am going to give it a two. A what? A two. The number two. Oof. Just like poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, like, right. like it was like it wasn't like good production value, but it was like better than it like should have been for if this movie was done more crappily, like more campy, it might have been good. But because it was done like more kind of realistic or whatever, it was super crappy. And like there was way too much buildup and nothing ever even happened. They should have cut out the whole Las Vegas thing or had more creepy stuff happening. There was too much like in between dumb drama. Yeah, it was it was just it was not very it was not bad per se, but it's certainly it's certainly unforgettable, that's for sure. I mean forgettable. <laughs> it's forgettable. So it's halfway between two and three point five. Is it two point seven five? Yeah. All right, that's our official uh fap rating 2.75 oh my gosh it's so funny here someone on imdb said if i hadn't decided to write a review for this film since no one had reviewed it yet i doubt i would have watched the whole thing (laughs) (laughs) i know it was so slow and retarded and it did not like the the cover made it look way better then I feel like the cover is the best thing about this movie. The cover made it look like a zany, like fun movie. I know it totally did. That's what I thought it was going to be. And it, it definitely was not zany or fun. Okay. So uh, time to pick our next movie for everyone who doesn't know. We usually use instant watcher. Uh, they are not a sponsor. We exclusively but... use instant watcher. Yeah. And they are not a sponsor. So should we do Rotten Tomato Fresh again? Because I think we had kind of bad luck on the last couple. Did we have bad luck? Yeah, I didn't like any of the recent movies. Okay. Sure, Rotten Tomatoes Fresh. Rotten Tomato Fresh. Click in a choose a random title. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't look that cool. What'd you get? <laughs> Let me do my... Oh, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll wait... But anyways, Days of Being Wild, 94 Minutes, 1990. 
After learning that the woman who raised him is not his mother, Yudi uh, acts out by uh, manipulating two women, quiet, quiet Susie Lizhen and glamorous Mimi. Sue Lizhen eventually catches the eye of, is this like in a different language? Because these are weird names. Tide. While uh, Yudi's friend Zeb falls for Mimi. Meanwhile, it's just like, yeah, it's a dumb. Yeah, you don't lose the identity of, identity of his uh, birth mother and heads off to find her. That was a, I have oh, no Oh, Hong Kong, Hong Kong. I have no idea how anyone could have understood what you just said. That was very difficult to, like, what? So, what's You're the movie about? Me. I just read it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't even know if I could pick that movie because I got lost like one minute in into yeah, like stupid description it's just okay. like a love triangle and this guy doesn't know whose mom is I'm giving you a review right now <laughs> <laughs> well i got three days of the condor robert condor? red yeah condor c-o-n-d-o-r robert and? redford stars as joe turner a new york-based cia researcher who returns Ooh. from lunch to find all his co-workers murdered oh my gosh in the next 72 hours, everyone Turner trusts will try to kill him. In what? this conspiracy thriller directed by Sidney Pollack, uh, double cross and forced to go underground, Turner kidnaps a young woman, Faye Dunaway, and holds her hostage as he unravels the mystery. Max von Sydow and Cliff Robertson co-star. Well, how long is it? 117 minutes, 1975. Uh, that's way longer. I, I Here's the thing. I... I've kind of always wanted to see this movie. Yeah, no, that's way better because this one sucks. I don't want to watch this at all. So I think we should watch this one. What is The Condor? Three Days of the Condor. Three Days of the Condor. I, this is like a total classic Robert Redford movie. Like, total classic. I, it's actually, I'm shocked I've never seen it. Three Days of the Red Condor? Just Three Days of the Condor. Oh. Oh, by the way, I just got breaking news a second ago. That a flight from Alaska, Alaska Airlines flight had to return to Seattle because a bird hit it. Really? Oh boy! Breaking news. Well, I mean, I guess maybe several minutes ago, but oh yeah, Alaska Airlines flight to San Jose, California, returns to Seattle after striking a bird. Airline says <laughs> this just in. Breaking news. <laughs> it was more like. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> well i hope the bird's okay <laughs> <laughs> anyways i guess and that's boy, oh we didn't do boy, it the wrong order what you gotta what do the you... plugs that is oh that's right and uh dang dang on that so uh as all you know you could reach out to us on, on twitter at fresh and par you could also find us on youtube type in fresher and parlance or on facebook fresher and parlance You'll find us there. We are I also think on iTunes. These people who would have seen it already know that, but it's still good oh, to say. Yeah, and on iTunes and Stitcher. Everything. But we're everywhere. We're pretty much everywhere. If you can't find us, it's not our, Yeah, it's not our. If you can't find us, it's on you. It's your fault. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's kind of your fault. <laughs> it's not us. It's you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we also have a podcast network of uh, affiliated podcasts. We have the Prodigal Sons podcast at prodigal podca- prodigalsonpodcast.com. Um, 
this their last episode, which dropped today, was pretty funny because they had a radio show back when they were 21 years old, and they were could do they were they had a they have some old tapes of those. Oh, podcasts. Really? no way! That's awesome. So they played some of their tapes. I didn't listen to the whole episode, so Did I only got and then pause and criticize themselves. Yes, because the show that sounds is like a good show. Because they are terrible. They are terrible. <laughs> they, their radio show. I hope to do that on our show sometime. I know, right? 1997, dude. They were terrible. They were so young. They sound like chipmunks. That's how bad. That's a good chipmunk voice. I well, I could do a really good chipmunk, but. Well, you just did. Christmas time is here. Anyway, <laughs> your voices, um, man. Your voices. I, I know. Me up. <laughs> Uh, dad, dad, stra- I'm sorry, dad, strike, uh, dad, distractions, long box heroes, long box heroes. You can find dad, distractions at be a little weird.com or two, two dads talk about the perils of being a parent. Uh, long box heroes, parenting, that is a bad, that is a way better name. Parenting perils. I mean, come on people. <laughs> uh, long box heroes. This is actually a well named uh, show. This is two guys talking about comic books, and you know, you where you keep your comic books in a long box. Leonard, that's his podcast. Also, Podvocacy, which is not on our list, but they are uh, two guys talking about pop culture in particular. They spend a lot of time talking about Marvel puzzle quests. So, um, anyway, <laughs> that's like all you do ever. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I think that about does it for this week. Wraps and I forgot, I, I forgot wrap that. Up, wrap it up. Yes. Um, and remember, folks, keep tuning in. This is Parlance saying sayonara. This is Fresher saying, ah, I was just doing the same thing. Fresher, later taters. <laughs>